And we are live. Welcome to BJJ and Brews. We got a little today. It's a little different though. Ching. Yes, we are. It is. Uh, let's get a date here. The so 20th. before, uh, no. like, subscribe, follow us on social, BJJ and Brews, uh, Instagram, Facebook. You can email us. Same thing at Gmail. And as Chris always says, share, like, or, subscribe, and share. Yeah, it's we're going to keep that very short. It's historic. It is the nineteenth of March. Oh, yeah, it is. And we are amid the COVID-19, um, I guess they're calling it a pandemic. It is a pandemic by we the should, definition We should of definitely it. call it COVID-19 because I feel as though, like, when you say coronavirus, because, like, coronavirus is a family of viruses, right? Correct. So, Including the, the common cold. Exactly. Like, <clears throat> anyways. Um, but, like, we're starting to see a lot more coronavirus um, deaths. Are they COVID-19 deaths? My assumption right now is when people say coronavirus, they're, they're, it's synonymous okay, with COVID. All right. I hope so. Because I don't want it to... And that's just it, right? Like, I want facts. Yes. We all want facts. We, I want facts. And that's where I, I think we're in a an interesting time. You and I kind of discussed the other day. Is like, where do we start? Who do we believe at this point? Because we're getting facts spewed from everywhere. The well, government have, can't even seem to get it they straight. Have, they, have, they have blue stars on Twitter, even though they're not... As long as they have a blue star on Twitter. <laughs> I mean... But they're, they're not scientists. They're verified, right? <laughs> they're verified. But, like, we don't know they're, you know, but they're not scientists, like you said. So... So, right now, our gym is closed. We were actually a little later when it came to closing compared to schools like Marcelo and Henzo and... Keenan was Keenan. the first, right? Keenan was the first, Yeah. And now he's doing online. So we've had this plethora of online stuff. So John Danaher released a free instructional for solo drills at home. Uh, Bernardo Faria is doing a free coupon code that I, th- I still think is valid. Oh, yeah. As yeah. of right now. I got now. mine. Did you get yours? Obviously uh, not. I haven't, u- no, I haven't picked one yet. I, I have to yeah. go through it. But it's a, basically a free instructional that he would be the lead instructor on. So any Bernardo Faria. Yeah. And he's, I mean, he's a multiple, he's oh, a yeah. double goal champ. So, if I mean, you want to like, know how to know. do over under passing that's, or, that's, or deep half or deep half. That's yeah. a guy to do it. So that with other free stuff. Well, Keenan's doing YouTube streams every day, which are actually quite enlightening. And it's they're really, fun. Yeah, they're fun. They're fun. Like, and Lachlan did, yeah. did Has a he Q&A. Done well, he's doing kind of a cute. It's funny. Him and his wife definitely look like they're sequestered because they just film in this one room that has mats. Oh, really? But there's a TV. It's like their living room. Okay. Uh, and I, I'm pretty sure they don't have kids because it looks like the area where the kids would be. Okay. Like playing and stuff. It's like they've got. There's the, not like a train set. No, there's no train. But like, it looks like that would be the room. All right, right. <laughs> but they're actually doing jujitsu. The um, actually at John Rumsey's house, it was like mm-hmm. the, the room that had like the random stretching Correct. machine in it. Correct. Okay, that room. Correct. Oh, that room. So yeah, it's it's um, I can safely say I haven't experienced anything like quite like this in my lifetime. And I don't, me, me particularly, I don't feel right now, as of this recording, I don't, I'm not scared or anything, uh, but I do believe in, in making a social sacrifice in society, making a collective sacrifice right now to help uh, nip things in the bud for not having to deal with this for an extended period of time. So I'm a believer of that, yeah. but I definitely... Um, I don't know how much we want to get political about that. And it's not political in terms of red versus blue or anything like that. But just political the, in terms of like policy, right? Like the 
well, just the general dynamic we're in where I I read on on Wikipedia of all places many you know years ago independent of this that I believe some people call this like the post-truth era. So we're in this area of so much information where it's all opinion based and it's we're we're basically saying and I look at it more Let's just put it this way. Forget about the post-truth thing. I'm trying to be very like diplomatic. I'll I'll be a lot cruder. We spent the last I would say like mm, eight years, maybe ten, but let's just say eight, definitely five, just cultivating, in my opinion, this is strictly my opinion, an immense amount of toxicity and skepticism in all sources of information so but skepticism is so skepticism should be used in the sense of not used in terms of distrust right skepticism is using critical thinking skills to like like amorally right like without any judgment to try to seek truth i feel as though like the way you're using skepticism right now in the way, okay, it's a not skeptic. Okay, I, I agree with you. Skepticism, I agree, is the way you defined it. It's not skepticism; it's being extremely jaded and saying, uh, "Fuck, I can't trust the media. Fuck them. I can't trust the government. Fuck them. I can't trust anything." So basically, what we end up having is a bunch of people believing what they believe, and because the internet has every form of narrative out there, you find the narrative that suits your yeah. beliefs and your thoughts. And that's how it is. And unfortunately... And it's easy to get into these echo chambers. Exactly. It's a echo little bit chamber. too easy. Yes. It, and you have the echo chambers. And you also have uh, almost a, an, a, a combative nature to contradictory ideas. You know, it's like we have, we have the term fake news now. I think that's shameful that we have the term fake news. You know what I mean? That's like saying... That, that to me is the same as saying, you know, um, poison doctors. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I want to like I'm not saying that there's news that is incorrect, that's fake, that's in factually incorrect. But I don't like propagating the idea that what it's should be done a pillar, intentionally that or that no that we shouldn't be actively trying to undermine a pillar of our society. We need a situation. What's frustrating about this whole thing is, to me, again, in my opinion, we are in a situation where nobody trusts any of the major pillars of our society. In the sense that, yeah, every day, fine, fuck everyone, you know, but everything's fine, more or less. When actually things go wrong and we collectively need to be serious and work together and follow a plan and follow leadership, now there's an issue because we've eroded all that trust in our public, in our pillars of society. And the pillars being government, media, science, all these things. Everyone's like, well, I don't believe that because the president's saying. I don't believe that because, because the news the is saying. the president isn't saying it, right? You know, like, it, I, I, yeah, I mean, you can come up with all the reasons. And and the thing is, is in a situation like this, I believe if we fo- if we execute on a plan, even if it's not the best plan, I believe that's better than everyone running around telling everybody else what the right plan is. Yes. The I don't know if we're going to even keep any of this. <laughs> no, 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 and there's nothing wrong. Because I feel fun, like right? <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of good happening, but it's just I think it's exposed something in our society that has always irked me. But this is exacerbated. It's kind of like the person who never trains, 
and they do okay because they're very talented, but when they're actually in a tournament situation, their cardio now comes into play because they never train cardio. I feel like that's the same thing happening. We've we've developed bad habits as a society, um, and I'm guilty of it too, you know? Uh, and I think jade is a good word. And now when things are serious and need people to work co- together, um, it's biting us in the ass to a degree. I think we've, I mean, it's a little bit li- too little too late. At this point, I, I, but I like to think just in the past, the experience of us for the past seven days or so, I think there were enough people who were listening to mitigate the effects of the people who weren't listening. I mean, I don't, I don't think know. it's a, it's not a, I mean, people are kind of like using like trend lines right now of like, oh, we're on track to be the, you know the same or worse as Italy or the cases. Right. But like, I like to think that those who I, like, I feel guilty now, for example, like that we did the thing on Saturday, you know, where we had a gym full of people all rolling. You weren't there. Oh, I was oh, there after the, fact. after the fact, yeah. still, still, still is spreading your aerosol uh, germs. Um, you know, like I did that because I wanted to see off John, but maybe we should have. Maybe we should have made that sacrifice. Um, but knowing knowing full well too, you know, uh, uh, like my belief in the certain things. Um, it's it's a really. I don't want to say scary. I will say it's 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 trying right now. It's putting a lot more stress on people than I ever would have. I mean, like, because it's so concentrated in the past, like, really, like, week or so versus something like the financial crisis that happened in 2006 to 2008 where it was sort of like this, I mean, I'll just use the stock market, for example. Would we have the biggest drop since, like, 1908 the other day? We've had a lot of big drops. No, no, yeah, but, like, historically, you know, like... We also, like, the Fed dropped the rate and it came back for a day and then... Yeah, so, I mean, like... I mean, like for a, what a what a crazy time. Well, um, I think me my personal, like, and again, this is the thing that's annoying is I feel like, you know, my personal opinion on on this shouldn't matter because I, I'm not now. I mean, I'm I know what I know, but I'm not an expert on it. Yeah, we're know? not immunologists. So I'm that. I'm just gonna say how I feel about this is I'm not concerned about. Personally, the health, like to me, the health impact is one thing. Overwhelming the health system is one thing. But just the fact that everyone's hunkered down, that's that's the word. Just like hurricane season here in Florida just means a lot of economies have stopped. Yeah. And oh, yeah. money's not flowing. And, and if if you're in a job that's, you know, if, if you're in the restaurant business or you're working at a, any sort oh, of dude, job, you know, Orlando. There, there's a and, yeah. lot of my my point is economically is what I'm concerned. There's Not that so I don't think the economy down. is going to come back, but right now there are people that need to pay rent, that need to put food on the table, that have been laid off. And even though it's quote temporary, I mean that I guess to that's, me it, that, is that furloughing or is it laid off? That but that's the but the reality of it is they don't the, the, they don't the, have the cash they don't have money there. coming in but they need to be putting they they're still like day to day essentials and necessities everybody needs sure not toilet paper yeah <laughs> well, I mean, so who, where did that stem from like everyone that, asks me that I don't know 
<laughs> like where they had to, there was some like singularity of somebody's like, oh well, my god. So yeah. my roommate Mimi said that it, there's a psychologist has said it's I think it's a scarcity principle thing. Like people yeah. think it's this is their last time. Again, I still don't. To me, it still doesn't answer the the key question, which is why of all things that you want to stockpile that you would never be able to. If you ask me, Noah, buy ten things thinking that you might not be able to buy them again for the next six months, toilet paper would not be in the top 10. Because like you said, I would buy it's food. a scarcy thing. Rice right? and because beans, baby. <laughs> Rice and beans. Because it's just a matter of like supply chains are like maybe they're looking at it from the standpoint of like what supply chains are getting eliminated first. I, I don't know. I mean like it, it's... I was sort of amazed. I can survive without toilet paper. I can't. I mean, we, everybody without, can, right? I like, cannot survive we did for food. however many years. I cannot survive without food and water. But <laughs> yeah, know? it's and a roof over my head. <laughs> what's funny is like everybody's losing their minds about hand sanitizer, but like the fact that you can just literally wash your hands with soap, and it's as equal a a, a sure. measure of getting. But I mean, of course, maybe we don't have enough access to water. I don't, I don't know. Like, it's, it's convenient just to like squirt your hands with some isopropyl. I mean, alcohol. down here in Florida, now that that things are starting to warm up, if we lost power and now suddenly have people without air conditioning, that would be an issue. That's a bigger, you know. Yeah, I mean, but they did it for years before that too, right? So you just open your windows and you deal with a little bit more sweat. Um, a lot more sweat here, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the uh, so we're not able to train though. That's, that's we're not a, able to train which is a very I, i'm 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 as long as i can exercise i've noticed that i have a physical dependency on high intensity workouts and jujitsu was that for me yes so, what have you been doing instead i've been able to um augment things with by working out more i went as you noticed when you came here we were recording this in in where i live and because the gym is closed i have a stand-up paddle board um, one of, that you can inflate. So I went paddleboarding yesterday, which is a great core workout. <laughs> and I've just been, if I can do something in the morning and something in the evening, that seems to take the edge off any, uh, let's say, restless energy that my body has. It is a good, it is a good, we kind of talked about it on the way, when my way here, um, decompression from things right like we all get into this addictive personality of like everything jujitsu consumes everything when we're doing it have you found yourself a little bit less i need to watch videos about what we were working on blah blah blah, and just finding like an outlet for your energy or is it like still sort of geared towards jujitsu i'm i mean like mine is still pretty jujitsu-y like I'm, you know, I'm talking to you right now. We're on a Jujitsu podcast. Yeah, I, I did, I did go out of my way to get that, you know, to to sign up for the free John Danaher, you know, solo drills video. Um, did you watch any of it? I I, I got to the intro just because I'm like listening to it ambiently at work. Um, it's funny because like I I find it strike really really striking because like I can see this as the genesis for Jujitsu not becoming. Karate, because I, I like to think that Brazilian Jiu Jitsu in particular will always have the caveat of aliveness in it where it has to be done against a resisting opponent. But the fact that he feels so strongly that in order to exercise your mind about like the idea of shadow boxing and shadow grappling, that's essentially doing a kata, right? Like, isn't that where 
just looking at the history of Eastern martial arts, why transmission of information came, I'd like to think went from actually a live training to the idea that like forms are what's what, the the best way to convey information. Because if you understand the theory and you can do perform these techniques, then it should translate to actual martial skill. And, and like, is, is COVID-19 going to be the fucking downfall of jujitsu too? Everybody's having a social distance. We're, we're doing solo drills at home. No, I you know, think, like, I think, I think, first of all, I think it's very beautiful that, and I, I don't follow other communities as closely. I don't know if the same thing's happening in the CrossFit community or the surfing community. It or, is definitely in the fitness community. In the fitness community? No. I can, I can say specifically the fitness community because I, I, I have a friend who are in the fitness community. Um, everybody's trying to do some sort of like, here's how you can work out at home and blah, blah, so blah. So there's a lot of giving back? I mean, giving back. Like, these guys are filming instructionals. Oh, yeah. Giving, I mean, which which normally costs money, right? Like, correct. So that's th- what I find. There's a lot of like, f- like Facebook Live type of continuation of like continuity of business type like practice. Well, you've talked about, you know, insider secrets being something that might have been more prevalent in the past. But I think how, I think it's very beautiful that the jiu-jitsu community, uh, and not everybody, but enough people that I've seen have offered stuff up for free. Yeah, I mean, like, I was, I mean... There's a guy that I follow on, so we, we know about Bernardo Faria, we know about John Danaher. Hell, Henzo has been, have you been seeing his, he's been doing Instagram TVs, basically online lessons, which you never see Henzo doing. Correct. Instructions. doing that. Which is awesome, Keenan you know? is doing that. Um, there's a guy that I follow that I believe is that's a really good guy, and of course I'm not going to be able to look him up by name. I'm just going to have to scroll through my feed and and find him. But he's a Tenth Planet guy, and oh, is he, the Decatur? No, uh, I, I'm, I'll just find him. I just, I just have to find him. I actually I have some of his things recorded or saved in my thing. Anyway, but this is a guy who. You know, he said, like, I, I have, like, a two-hour lesson on triangles that mm. just follow this link and it's for free and that's something I usually sell. So everybody is taking something that they typically monetize and uh, they end up... Oh, here we go. The guy's name is Brandon McGarren. He's a 10th planet... I don't know how to pronounce this. Yeah, that is the guy. I think he's from Decatur. Oh, Decatur? Okay, that's yeah, the same the, guy. Yeah, the Alabama guy. He's yeah. the one who was interviewed by Jiu-Jitsu. That's how I know of Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, awesome stuff. But basically, he just said, you know, I'm, I'm giving something away. So everyone's giving something away in addition to doing the online filming and stuff, which I can kind of see that. I mean, if you're going to do it anyway, you might Why as well not give it back? Just, yeah, I know. Yeah. But there's definitely, I think everyone's kind of aware in the jujitsu community how how much of a necessity it is for us. Like, we need, like, we're, yeah. we're addicts, man. But we're addicts in something that, I don't think anyone's going to claim that addiction is healthy because I think I'm a big believer in everything, you know, but I'm a believer that everything in moderation is healthy, you know, and, but jujitsu is something that it transcends. Everyone is like, yeah, I I feel your pain, man. We need to figure something out. Like everyone's like, we need to, we need to, we need to, we need to hit, we need to hit. This is cool, right? Because like, I mean. I think this is an opportunity too, because like John, had, he, I, I did listen to like the first ten minutes of that video, mm-hmm. where he takes it. Um, he uses this analogy, and he was like, "Man, you know, everybody's going to face some sort of challenges at some point. Whether you know a break from training, whether an injury, your life catches up to you, and like in Absolutely. my case, just all these sort of like interruptions. 
like, but he talks about how the people who are great when they come back, not great, but like haven't lost a ton versus the people who do lose on other ones who are engaged, not just physically in jujitsu, which I think a lot of people sort of like tend to do just because of their physical presence at the gym, but being engaged mentally off the mats. Right. And this is, I think the, the sort of like environment we're in right now and the technology that's available in terms of like live streams, you know, great. The, the fact that we have like high speed internet to be able to stream and download quickly, all these sort of like things, um, these gifts, you know, from the jujitsu community allow people to stay engaged mentally also is a big thing. And, and it is, you know, I, I was chatting with Kali earlier and he's taking full advantage of all these like free online instructionals, which I think is great because he had kind of talked about himself on his podcast about how, um, you know, he feels as though he'd like to be learn more to become a better student, to be able to give back. And he's, you know, he's texting me and Tommy about how, Oh, he's, you know, got the burn. The, the last thing we need is him doing more pressure passing because he's so good at that, but he's, he's downloaded. That was his, his, uh, his choice, his choice from the Faria collection. Mine was transitions, right? Because I'm, I tend to hold and like inch my way through things. So I was like, you know what, maybe I need to work on my transitions a little bit more. Um, but like, that's awesome that like, this is a good opportunity for people to engage their minds more to make them think more about jujitsu. So there's a, an awesome video on the internet, on YouTube. And don't, it's don't a, hmm? I don't blow my nose. Keep oh, okay. <laughs> Are you going to blow your nose in my house? What is this? Are you spreading the, it's <laughs> uh, okay. Seasonal allergies. Seasonal allergies. <laughs> so there is a great video on the internet. It's a talk. I want to say it's maybe 10, 15 minutes long, maybe longer. Uh, yes. So if there's actually, there might not be a trash bag out right now, but just you can put it in the recycle. Yeah. So there is a wonderful video with John Cleese of all people. I don't know how I came across it, but I came across it years ago and it actually was part of the motivation for my master's thesis. And I think the best thing to do is look for John Cleese on learning or no on creativity yes john cleese it's actually 37 minutes i found john cleese on creativity in manage and it breaks up and there's another one on creativity it's a 37 minute video or 30 minute video um it's when he's younger so this is from years ago and he talks about in a very humorous way because he'll make jokes about it along the way so it's a very entertaining talk but he talks about um, two modes of thought, the creative mode of thought and the applicative and workman view of things. So basically what he said is, and he, he likened it to writing um, sketches for um, for comedy because he was obviously part of... Are you uh, talking about like Monty the Python, Monty Python guy? Oh, Monty okay. Python, right. John Cleese, Faulty Towers, John Cleese, yeah. that kind of... So when you're... He basically said, and he used, like he cited sci uh, psychologists that did research on this, and I've done research on it and can attest to it, that in a way you can look at us as having two, st two frames of mind. One is, uh, let's say, when we're sitting around a table and we're brainstorming, we're trying to be creative. We're thinking up things, and 
we're we're just we're not in the process of actually doing work. We are playing with ideas in our mind. And this would be akin to him thinking up of ideas for a comedy sketch. What what would be a funny juxtaposition of things and okay, then you would add to that. And then the flip side of that is the execution, the work phase was like, okay, I have a plan, I'm just gonna do it, okay? And what he said was people that spent more time in the creative side, even though they might feel like they need a certain amount of time to quote, do the work, uh, the, the more time you spend in the creative generally leads to better results, even though you don't spend as much time executing because you spent more time going through different possibilities in your mind and almost planning it out. Whereas when you're doing something, you're just sort of like, these are the steps I need to take. Task-based, Yeah, task-based execution. And I think what you were talking about, and this being a time for us to take a breather, I think relates to that very much so because now we're not, when I, if I'm in the, if I'm like been training for like 10 days in a row, it's like I'm going in there and I'm just doing, you know, I'm just executing. Whereas now I have a chance to sit back and think about just mull over jujitsu and think about like, hmm, this is what's been happening to me when I get in a single leg X or these are how my roles have gone. Or what if I started doing this? Or what if I, instead of just reacting, which is the execution, which is I'm reacting because I'm in the role, I'm drilling, I'm just reacting to what, what's being given to me and I'm just doing what I need to do to survive and stay in shape and, and, and execute on the roles. Now I can actually analyze jujitsu, be creative and say, you know what? I need to start doing this more now when I roll, or I need to start doing that when I roll more. And I, and every day that's gone by for me, I've noticed that I get more excited about when I get to return to the mass because I have new ideas yeah. to put into application. So what everyone I recommend if we have, we're, we're socially isolated, all that stuff, um, which check out the video, John Cleese on creativity. It's a good one. One last thing, because I know you want to say something. This really makes me think of George Carlin. And I know you love George Carlin. Uh, he's my he's my messiah. Because I love how we're coming up with terms that kind of de-emphasize what's act like social distancing. Like who the fuck came up with that? It's like stay away from people. But we're saying it's social distancing. Right. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I love his whole bit on shell shock. You know, like yeah, like you know, before it was shell shock. Now it's post-traumatic stress disorder. PTSD. We yeah. just we've just said like that doesn't instill anything in me. Just some some letters, you know. You know, but he says like shell shock. You almost feel oh exactly like, bom- like you know <laughs> the bombs bl- you know like you know exploding around you. But social distancing is is it's a weird euphemism, right? Because like socially, I would gather that at this point, like social distancing to me at the this point in my life and just the, the the ability of technology you know i could be at home and and completely socially interacting with you so I mean, we they should have just said isolate yourself but people don't like saying isolate yourselves right but but isolate but social distancing sounds weird like social distancing mean to me i hear that connotation is like I need to like not even FaceTime somebody, right? Like, cause that's socializing yeah. with somebody or like even, you know, in the case of like a lot of these fucking e-nerds, like, sorry, you, you're athletes, whatever, <laughs> get on the mats. Um, <laughs> it, 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 it's, they're socializing too, right? Like, and that's a frame of reference that I need to get my head around because there's a good chance that Connor is going to not look at jujitsu as like 
an awesome athletic pursuit and he's going to look at something like fucking playing Fortnite as like an athletic pursuit, well, which Fortnite, is fine. Fortnite three at that point. Or, or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fortnite live 95 or whatever the hell it is at that point. Um, I, I, I remember NBA live 95 on my Super Nintendo. I'm sorry. Yeah. My last system was a PS one. Um, there you go. Yeah, man. But they, it's just, that's a, it's such a weird, like we should, we should have found a better euphemism. I think the the social distancing for me personally that came into effect when I saw people attending mass in Italy, and they did it in a public space, so not indoors. So they did it outside, and which, they all which doesn't make it and any they, better. And they all stood like three feet apart from one another. Oh, so that, right. and that was I, that is when I oh that's what social distancing is. So that's right, what right. I have in my mind when I think of social distancing. But when I think of the word, I'm like. It's something that doesn't conjure up any real emotion or anything. It's just yeah. kind of like a comp. It's a, like I said, it's like post. It's like PTSD. Like that doesn't, you know, that doesn't instill anything. Yeah, in yeah. Shell shock. Should that, we have that, so? What, know, what better word should we have used? Isolation. I hate isolation. Like I, that's just it, it. It's it's too specific because isolation. Well, actually, it's, limited it's, physical it, contact. That's that's too long, man. Like limited <laughs> physical contact, which would uh, which is like the preferred. Uh, it's actually the the best description of what exactly we really describe be doing. what it is and use that. Don't, <laughs> don't use a description like something d- descriptive should be descriptive. You don't need a manual to understand the description. Yeah, this this is true. The I, I, it's it's like good software. I, I'm going to use the software. Good software should need a manual. Really. No, it should need a manual. You should it should be self evident how to use it. The user good interface. software or good UI. So okay, good user interface. Okay, all right. Specifically the u- user interface. Okay, really. Which is what? Oh, UI. I mean, yeah, yeah. Which so is that to say, and not to get Android versus Apple oh, and fucking PC versus. <laughs> I I can tell you right now as a PC guy, if I hop on a Mac, I have no fucking clue what to do. Is that because I'm so conditioned for PCs that if you were to take if you were to take two people who are, or are don't lean either way, like never seen a computer in life, you stick them one person in front of a PC and one person in front of Mac, they'll be able to use the Mac more easily. I don't know, but neither one, neither Mac nor PC is probably designed for that person. It's designed for the person that has pre-existing biases. Okay, and that's enough. the problem. So, um, do you remember? I don't know if you if you remember this, but um, back in. Because that's the argument. People remember, say, oh, Mac, anything Apple is more intuitive. Remember when Microsoft Office added the ribbon? Yeah. Fuck remember? that thing. Okay. Interesting. So this is a good story. So uh, my friend was working on the Excel team around the same time it's at, oh, really? at Microsoft. They did testing with uh, like focus group testing. What they found was people with no experience with word processors responded way better to the ribbon than really? people with Oop. that already That was my shin. Yeah. <laughs> that already that shuffle that you might have heard, <laughs> that rustling. That was definitely my my uh four day unshaven chin. <laughs> so that's that's a, a case of the people that didn't like the and I didn't like the ribbon either. I grew to get used because to it because because I was Windows three point one right I was, like, stu- I was stuck with it so I had to use it but it, it was it worked better with brand new people that didn't have existing biases so you know, that's a crazy thing like right? that's why kids pick up cell phones and like I think the answer to your question is 
we're stuck because we don't want to design an interface that's actually better because it'll we'll lose the people that assume the X is in the upper right. The X means close a window. Right. We have a concept of a window. We have a concept of, you know. How socially conditioned are we, Noah? We're, conditioning we is a better a word. I said bias. Conditioning is <clears throat> a better word. We heard a ding, and both you and I immediately reached for our phones. Well, I was, concerned. Even, I was concerned because of the, the vibration the ding. and stuff, yeah. But both of us heard a ding. I don't even have an Apple phone. I know. And I like, still hey. reach for my phone, <laughs> thinking it was a notification for me. So that's interesting, right? Because like I had considered purchasing for... Um, I was discussing gaming systems the other day. Mm-hmm. And welcome to BGJ... Or excuse me, gaming and brews. Yeah. Gaming and wine, for that matter. I, for, I would uh, love to do a gaming podcast. I would not like to do a gaming podcast. Well, so my thing is, I've I have I was a big gamer when I was a kid, and I kind of had to give that up when I went to college and I was playing. I was an athlete, a student athlete in college. I kind of had to give it up a little bit, and then over time, uh, I just I just had less and less time, and and now jujitsu takes up a lot of time. But not today. No, but I ended up acquiring. Doesn't mean because I'm not I don't play as much. Doesn't mean I don't still appreciate them so i still whenever they're on like any game that i know is good that's under five bucks because i'm a pc gamer on steam or something i'll purchase the correct system so i have a massive backlog of games that i haven't played so i would i think it would be a great podcast idea to just give me an excuse to play those games (laughs) and then talk about them and be like okay i I not i notched another one off my list i'm i'm still man i I played a game Dude, called Don't Feed the Monkeys, and it's fucking awesome. Don't Feed the Monkeys? Okay, is it, so is this, it like a dollar? Uh, it might not be a dollar right now. I got it for, you know, a few bucks. It's an awesome game. It's, uh, so the premise is simple. The premise is, and it's like, uh, it's got old school, like, pixelated graphics, okay? But Oh, man, like 8-bit? 8-bit kind of, like, oh that kind of style. That kind of style. That. But the, uh, it is does. The game, it, is the gameplay good, though? Well, here's what it is. Okay. The gameplay is, you are given a computer and you sit in front of the computer and it's called uh you are a sapien monitor so it says don't feed the monkeys so what you have is you you start out the game and you have a computer monitor in 8-bit okay. <laughs> so you you have a desktop like a windows 98 desktop or 95 <laughs> desktop in the game but you're also in an apartment with pizza and 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 that's the annoying thing is you have to keep yourself well fed and slept is like, this like a sim game? Here's what you do. Okay, yeah. You get f- you have f- you have a screen and the main app that you're supposed to do is you're supposed to monitor four monkey cages, but the monkeys are humans, okay? okay? And each cage is its own video feed. And you're supposed to you get asked questions about them from time to time and you can interact with them if you want. So basically, it's a voyeurism game where you're watching That's people going about their lives and you're figuring out like, okay, what's the... So for example, they'll ask you, what's the address of this location? And you have to figure out what the address of the location is. And so the first one, like I think the, the that's, one... That's really hard, by the way. It's, yeah, it's, but, but here's the crazy thing is you're supposed to, in order to stay a member of this group, so part of the gameplay premise is you have to keep adding video feeds. So it starts four, then you have to go to nine, then you have to go to uh, 16, and then 25. And you're, you're monitoring... This is meta beyond you're, meta, you're, right? you're monitoring <laughs> At the end, you're monitoring 25 uh, different people. Now, I'll give you a great example. One of them was there's a video feed of a guy stuck in an elevator, and he's dying. 
Oh my god! And you got to if you figure it out in time, you can call his spouse and then get him saved. But then when you when you I act, couldn't live with myself when, playing that game. When, dude. You, like, when, I, I when you call, do she she doesn't think like she's like well. Tell me, how do you actually know him? Because everyone's telling me he's missing. So then you have to find a way to, you have to take what you've witnessed from him. Oh my God. And use that to convince her that you actually, you actually this know. This is a really well-developed game. Like, it is. Okay. But what ends up happening is each cage is its own little puzzle that once you solve it, when you replay it again, you get that, that same camera feed. Okay, you could solve right. it really fast. So okay, it's, it's right, not, right. a lot of these games are games where they're not like, world of warcraft where it's a constant grind yeah, forever yeah, yeah. it's it's a contained piece of art as i would like to say but it's really good and uh so in this case with the guy stuck in the elevator a, a mobile game that, that's a pretty involved game though, well when you're stuck fun. in this this I'll, I'll just finish this one story um you end up talking to the wife one of the options you talk to the wife and then she she finds out so then the building's lawyer calls you <laughs> like he'll, he'll call you and you pick up your phone. He's like, this is amazing. He's like, you know, the guy's actually terminally ill. And if we just let him die, I'll give you money. So now you're giving moral decisions. I know? couldn't play this game, dude. I would not be able to live with myself. So like, oh my and God. And then if you let him die, you watch him die in front. And when I say die, it's not like, like one day you wake up and he's just passed out and he's right, not right. talking. I, you know? I get that. Like, you know, I, it, it, yeah. And it's done very humorously. You know, um, and there's the, every everyone's really, really interesting. I end up there's a casino <laughs> where you call in and again, you're not supposed to interact with them. But if you do call in, there's actually a, a one where you call, into a, you call into a casino and they're like, well, we're gambling. If you want to gamble on on this battle between two people and you find out that it's later, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was Russian roulette between two people. So then oh you get a news story. So it, it's, um, it's a very, uh, it, it's comedic. It sounds really dark. It's kind of black humor, but it is very well done. Don't feed the monkeys. Check it out if on Steam. That's what I know. People so how much like, are you getting from that game to, to pimp this? I wish I was getting anything. You should reach I mean, out to them, man. I should reach out to them. For our the other one, 20 listeners. So if, if God damn, we're turning into a gaming podcast. Uh, Julius might appreciate this, but if you like that kind of game, of then another game is called uh, Papers, Please. Different developer, I believe, but same, even even better, actually, in a way. You're at a, it's basically Russia or Soviet Russia, but it's not Soviet Russia. And you're at a checkpoint. And all you have to do is decide whether to let people into the country or not. Hmm. Okay. But they play with that a lot. They have people bribe you. You have to basically you're supposed to identify discrepancies in their in their papers. Okay. But there's a time element because you're trying to feed your family at home. So if you're very slow and methodical, you'll never make enough money I would, I would, because you I need would, to process I'd fail enough. immediately. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there are a lot of really cool games out there. We're in a little what is it? Uh, it's not socialized. <laughs> Whatever term social we're going to use yeah. for social this, uh, so I've I've tried to go through. Is that, that is that a productive way of socially distancing yourself from people? So like, is, I, I, mean, I love like, how introverts are saying this is what my day is all the time. You know? So like that's a thing that's kind of like annoying me right now, right? Like, I, I I see quite a few people who are like blah blah blah. This is my day. Yeah yeah. I'm like, but you choose to do that to yourself right like people don't choose to socially isolate who are extroverted and like that doesn't and not to add a moral component to it or anything 
But like you're not better or worse and people are not better or worse. It just, it is what is and just needs to happen. And like to, to sit there and say like, I don't know. I'm just. I think I'm over just the whole. Maybe I should just like deplug from, unplug completely from social media. Because the more I'm on it, the more it just annoys the fuck out of me. How quick people are so. How how quickly people will change their tune about things, when, the echo chamber they choose to follow, finally meets the narrative that they choose to live their life by. Like I was, for example, I was just uh, not to get so COVID nineteen here, but like there's you know one of my friends actually, a former boss of mine. I would who, hope if he's on Facebook, he's a friend of yours. Right, I mean, like by definition, they're <laughs> a friend, right? But you know, uh, actually, she's a she. She's my old boss, one of my old bosses. She had, you know, was like the media is just manipulating you, blah blah. blah. Do you want more wine, by the way? No, no, no. I have to drive it at some point. Okay. So, um, you know, like. And was like, I'm going to fucking hug you. How dare people try to tell me what to do? And then all of a sudden, like, I see these posts from, like, we should really read this guy's, like, six-day or six-stage breakdown. You know, he lived in Italy and blah, blah, blah. And, like, now, you know, guys, we have to be cautious and blah, 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 stockpile weapons and food and whatever. Right? I'm like, so, like, how did this all of a sudden, like, how did your attitude change that much in four days? Well, here, here's, here's, here's to me the, the question. Why does it matter? Why does it matter to me? Because it annoys me that people just refuse to... Like, I, I acknowledge and I take accountability for the fact that I, I should have shut down the gym on Saturday when I when I'd opened it, right? Well, it, it's ultimately not in your hands. You're not... You don't have the ability to open and shut the gym. You know what I mean? Like No, but it, but it, it was my day. Paul was out of town. Yeah. I was running class that day and all that sort of stuff, sure. right? I, I should have said, and, and maybe my locus of control is so small that I've just sort of like take responsibility for things that I don't have control over. I don't know. Like you had mentioned the other day, like stop making about you, Chris. I take a lot of responsibility upon myself for things that I may or may not have control over, and I, well, I feel blame for a lot of things. Well, Okay, so here's the thing about the whole social media thing and, and what you reacted. It, you know, it bothers you or annoys you, whatever the word was. But it, um, we, we, we value free speech in this country. We do. Okay. I should, I should not listen to that. And I'm all, I'm all about free speech. But did we think about free speech knowing that everyone could have a microphone to reach everybody at the same time because of social media? Wow, you're getting awful. Uh, you're getting awful. Uh, Supreme Court. How about how about this for? Well, but this is the thing. It's it. You can't actually, have it both ways, there's right? There's actually like, an awesome. There's actually an awesome. At least I found it awesome. The uh, comedy um, stand-up routine on uh, Netflix, Ronnie Chang. Okay. And <laughs> early on, he talks about. He's like, a hundred years from now, people are gonna look back and say, I can't believe. We just let everyone just use the internet like that. <laughs> He's yeah, like, like, we're going to talk about the internet? Like, we talk about smoking now. It's like, <laughs> wait, you guys, like, let people use the internet inside? Like, now you have to be, like, 50 feet away from buildings to use the internet or something. One, and, I, and that's just, it's like, one would think that, like, free flow of information should but, help but, people make but, better decisions. But stream of consciousness, no. And I think that's what, we are okay, fair raw, undeveloped, raw, undeveloped thoughts are being broadcast 
because nobody has any restraint. Ooh, so and do they have the mechanism to do that. And so you talk about skepticism is 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 making is using we're all about making educated statements. We believe that making an educated statement is the way to go, not just blurting something out. But that's but, what we're stuck with is but blurting do people things out. Know how and, and maybe I'm getting super meta about it. But do people know how to properly think? And how to come to a solid conclusion based upon evidence that's available to them. Not everyone, I'm not sure that's I, even I, the case. I, but I don't think that I don't think that's the issue. I think we have a we have a we have a we have a to to point a finger at at, at how media is one of the flaws. I, I don't want to point finger. One of the flaws that media is dealing with is the fact that the, everyone's incentivized to be first instead of right. So that further, especially when everyone wants to be their own reporter, sure. they're gonna blurt something out before, like that. That's like saying that's like watching. I don't know, watching two guys roll. That's like watching Keenan Cornelius roll with Andre Galvao and then making a prediction based off the first 10 seconds, you know? And it's like, well, that doesn't mean anything's going to happen. Oh, you know, so-and-so established grips. It looks like this is going to be over for him. Wait for the thing to play out and then tell us. But then there's also like, I mean, you're using a a pretty, an entirely... um, but there are reasonable things to use to predict things. Like, for example, um, what is it? I, I have to look at the stat, but like the team that that lands the first tip in basketball, like more than fifty percent of the time, like wins the game. I didn't know that. That that's surprising, but I didn't. That know. is super surprising, right? Like, yeah. and and I'm, I'm of course like, I, would, I would. I'm not a basketball. I fan, would so totally I don't know. put like a six. Like, I'm going to just have a seven foot ten guy. But there's some him. stat about that, right? Like, and of course, like correlation is also not causation. Correct. But it's it's it's. <laughs> but they wanted it more that day. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> they wanted more, but all the time. I, apparently, my, you know. My point is, it's just that we're dealing with very raw, unfiltered most of the time not meditated on ideas being thrown out there the problem is people treat them as more firm like grounded ideas and everyone reacts you know the fact that we we react there is no doubt that society reacts to social media yes you know social media is it's i mean we use social we we always we, I think we stress the social part more than the actual media part. The fact is it is media. It is. And people need to respect the that. Biggest, but in addition to that, what social media has devolved into in one respect, because I remember people talking about, uh, was it the Arab Spring? I don't want to mess this up. But there was like, uh, I don't know if it had to do of uprisings under Gaddafi, but I remember that the, in the Middle East, in a Middle Eastern country, and I know I'm going to butcher this, so I'm showing my ignorance. So I apologize to people that know. But basically, this was years years ago. A few years ago, people were applauding the fact that without Twitter, um, actual yeah, yeah, yeah. actual reports about what's happening on the ground during this uprising wouldn't be seen. But there's the ugly side of that too, because right? because the traditional news media was from the government and censored and all that. Similar to how people talk about China in some respects, they right. say you know. If you, you, social media might provide a, a platform for all, all you know, all video the, feeds, the democratization to be seen. of yeah. of truth. But but what ends up happening 
that I've seen too much so, and I'm guilty of, and, and this is a pet peeve of mine, and, I, and I've identified it is, we are far too quick to use the words of others instead of our own. Too often I found myself saying, hey, you know who put this, check out this video with The Daily Show. They, they, they explain it way better than I could explain it, you know? Or show this video. But one should have faith in what's being presented to them. But what I think this means is if you read something on social media, all you have to do is press share. And now instead of putting it through your lens, you're just restating verbatim what someone else has said. You're using someone True. else's words. And I don't believe you're not even, even you're restating usually just their headline, right? Like, so that's in a cha- how, how often have you shared something where you haven't even read it? Yeah, but most of the time, I'm not even thinking about an, a, a, an article that has actual content. I'm usually talking about. When people just reshare a fucking quote on Twitter, like somebody else said this and like preach and then they, you know, do that. And it's like, you might agree 100% with this person's viewpoint, in my opinion, but use your own words. Do it yourself. Like you don't have to use Bill Maher or Trevor Noah or Stephen Colbert or Donald Trump or anybody else or Hillary, whatever, whatever public figure, whether it's in the media, whether it's in comedy, whether it's in politics, to state your own view because your view is unique and it's not 100% that, per- even though you might support that person, like I'm, I would vote for that candidate, I would support what this person's view is, use your own words because what ends up happening is you get this 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 notion of uh, viral content, and then you just have people that are incentivized to come up with sound bites yeah. that are more likely to be shared, and and obviously the, the people that know how algorithms work with this stuff, you 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 know you deal with if you if you if you're in YouTube and you click on a video, what is YouTube going to do? It's going to do everything in its effort to find a video similar to that to surface to you, so you can click on it, spend some time doing it, so then they surface more ads, they generate more revenue. That's how they do it. Algorithms are done to show you similar content because they want to generate ad revenue. But what ends up happening with this viral content is now what could be unique and insightful voices all debating one another get distilled to whatever the viral soundbite is. And that's not what, you know, like I'm not what Alex Jones, even if I agree with Alex Jones, don't use Alex Jones's language. Use your own, you know. Use your words. And that's the thing that frustrates me, especially if I have a debate with a family member that, that starts to just, I'm like, you're using, we hate it when, politic, when politicians talk about, um, what are they called? The, the notes, what, the, um, the talking points. Yeah, yeah. We fucking hate talking points. Like you guys all sound like fucking robots. You're saying the same goddamn thing. But the, you but, know but what I mean? It's effective message, like, right? But it's not, it's not, it's, well, the idea for a politician, just to play devil's advocate, is like my job as a politician is to share my point of view as effectively and efficiently as possible. And if I can always pivot back to my points, then in a public sphere, I should be able to use those talking points, right? Like that's why there's a stump speech and that's really like. And I don't disagree with you, but I think a, a, a politician is a public servant. No, I think a politician's job is to serve the people that voted for them. Well, yeah, I mean, that, I think, they're a public in the, in the servant. True. Yes, yeah. so it's like if, if their constituency. So if I'm if I'm 
uh, a representative of a certain district, whatever that district's interests are, I need to do the best of my ability to serve as many of those people. Yes, but a politician's job is to also serve as the liaison to between their constituency and those who are their peers, right? Mm-hmm. To be able to funnel what is going on down to their constituency. So, like, and maybe they can do. They can choose. I don't disagree form. with that. They can you, choose a different you're form. You're one hundred percent right. Like, but I believe just like we shouldn't be forwarding sound bites on social media just state your opinion yourself even if you agree with someone else politicians shouldn't be using fucking talking notes no no agree i mean you like because I mean? it comes effective off and, messaging is knowing your audience and providing them with the appropriate information they're seeking right like that or or, the, or it's conveying to them the idea that you you want what do to they say across. to salespeople because politicians want to be persuasive a good salesperson that's making cold calls is able to take the the call script and make it their own Whereas the bad cold caller is the one who just says it verbatim and sounds like a robot. And the person, when you pick up the phone and they're like, you can just hear, they're like, oh, I said such and such. And now they jump to line 10 and now they're going to read me this. Well, that's also a, f- a, a poor, like, aren't the most effective salespeople the ones who can not read a script for one? And if I, is, is finding solutions to your problems with the resources I have available. Well, that's one way to define it, one hundred percent. Like that, I mean, to me, that should be the most effective salesperson, right? Is is the, because that entails a knowing your audience, b knowing your product, a knowing the benefits of my product to your problems mm-hmm. and that sort of thing, right? Like, so maybe I'm looking at it from a too romanticized no, view. No, I, what- I just it, it, the whole the whole point of this this conversation that this topic is just it just started with me saying it's my pet peeve is just people regurgitate other people's verbiage instead of very efficient and i don't know i don't know why as humans we do it unless it's just out of like laziness or it's like i don't want to think of my own way of saying i'm just going to just just think about the idea of jujitsu where how many people do we know execute a technique a certain way not because they understand the underlying principles of jujitsu and why that technique works, but just because that's the way it was taught to them, right? Like, because humans, I think, by nature, want to know the how and the what, but never the why. Never the why. And the people who choose to seek that, I think, are the ones who last longer in whatever endeavor they choose and the ones who will ultimately be more successful. because oftentimes i mean how many times i mean you don't deal with an office full of employees and that sort of thing but like how often and and i i'm learning we, we kind of talked about this on the way here um is like i'm sort of like the go-to person for if you have a question like people generally just call chris right all my customers all my colleagues i imagine you as mr anderson and it's like out of the matrix like in your in it's your just human. man like you know <laughs> even if i don't know the answer but you're, I'll find you're very way. well performing right? of- and i always think back to honestly i i was in um fourth grade miss epstein she was my gifted teacher because we got taken out of class like once a week or whatever the hell it was i think it was every thursday and we'd get these do these weird classes which i i think i appreciate a lot more now than i did then is you know she said to us she's like you know when you guys are adults in the working in the workforce like you guys think you're smart now because like you know a lot more than your peers 
but ultimately it's the person who is willing to be able to know where to find information the most. That's going to be the most valued when you guys are working. And I've always kept that in the back of my head from the age of what fourth grade is what eight or nine, you know? So like to me, to me, that's the way I've always found a way to add value to whatever endeavor it is and whether I'm working or whether I'm at jujitsu or whatever the case is. And I've always thought that like, that's what's going to lead to be me being a better person overall. Um, just in, because the people who not are, are, are very good at the process-based sort of stuff will seek the what and the how, right? But the people who will ultimately become the leaders and the people who become the teachers are the ones who seek the why. I don't disagree with what you're saying. I, th I would like to think um, the optimist in me would like to think that if someone is doing is in a vocation that they truly love, then they're going to care about the why. And if they're, if they're in a position, how many, <laughs> one would think that how many people though are video game characters. And I mean, I, I, I'd actually heard, I listened to the, um, which podcast was it recently where, uh, they were talking about how Mark Henry is an amazing coach and as a coach, he programs you to basically he works with you, you work combinations, blah, blah, blah. They're each like sort of like personalized for you so that when he's cornering you and you're in the fight, it's almost like a video game where he just calls it a combination and you do it, right? Like, <clears throat> so at that point, like you as the athlete are like the epitome of like execution and he's this mind behind you. You know, like how many of us can say for this something like jujitsu, are we really the one with the controller making Ryu do his Aduken with the, you know, quarter circle forward, you know, hard punch. And how many of us are just Ryu? And in life, like how many of us choose to seek the path to become better and understand more to be able to, to transcend that and, and to be able to be better overall gamers. I can't say I'm quite following you entirely. Okay, so like, I, I think I think that wine said it. <laughs> I don't know. You're not, I, you're not that red though in the face. I'm so not. I, is it something about the red wine then? That like the, the, the we had white wine. We, that's what I'm saying. Like, is there something about red wine that makes me? Or is it? I'm convinced that I don't get as red when I drink wine, but I do get red when I tend to drink beer because of the grain. Okay, that's possible. It's very. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But like, oh, ultimately, like, uh, what I'm trying to get is people just seek the quickest answer oftentimes. And they don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's easier for somebody else just to push the buttons and tell me what to do than it is to be the one that makes the decision as to why they need to push the button a certain way. Yeah. Because but, it's but again, efficiency, but, right? Like, but I don't think it, it, again, I would like to think that if, and, and I'm not saying there are people that don't go through life that don't, nor, nor, nor am I claiming that, that every person needs to find something that they're passionate about that they want to define. They don't have to, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to, but even if, think about the people that have, quote, shitty jobs, but they have a family and they love their kids. Like, they're figuring out how to be good parents. Then I don't think they're taking, quote, shortcuts no, because that's. Just, I mean, I know they're shoving their phones. You know, like, oh, here's a here's an iPad or here's a screen. I don't want to deal with the crying kid. Like, I know that happens, but basically, I want to say that 
I would like to think, and I don't have anything to back this up, but I would like to think in my experience on this earth that people that like something, you know, beyond super, you know, a superficial level are going to have enough interest and willpower and desire to take time to explore it beyond, like you said, the, the quickest, you know, means to an end sort of paradigm that you're describing. Okay, and maybe there are sacrifices that need to be made in order to achieve certain levels of whatever your endeavor is, right? Because, like, I'll just use, and I'm, I'm not, I'm by no means calling out Hector Lombard by any means, okay. but I, I did take a, 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 a seminar with Hector. I took a seminar with Hector Lombard, right? And okay. he was showing, um, uh, and maybe this is some of its like language barrier, some of its like teaching ability, that sort of thing. But like, I think Hector Lombard is like five foot seven and I'm five foot 10. Right. And I was working with somebody of similar size to me and a move that he was showing. I was like, I, I was like, man, like, I don't know how to modify this. I don't know why this isn't working. I was like, Hey man, like, can you help me out a little bit? And his response to me literally was, I don't know. I just do it like this. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so maybe you just don't need to be doing seminars. So, you know, like that, just that sort of thing. Like he, it's, it's literally, he's the video game character. He's, he's refined something. He does it so well. He doesn't need to think about it. Um, sounds like he's just collecting a paycheck. Too. <laughs> well, I mean, sure. And so, so maybe he is doing something super efficiently and he got it. So good for him. But like just th- this, that's, you know, I, I don't know. I just, one, one would think that like, just to go back to your point, his heart wasn't in the teaching part of it. Yeah, maybe. And, and good for him because he got my 50 bucks. So shame on me. Oh, <laughs> you know, or whatever the case, I don't even remember how much it was, but, um, all right. So we've been, we've been introspective enough. We've been, I'm going to brighten this, brighten the comments to skip to this section. Cause we gotta, if people didn't want to get all philosophical, I want to, I want to, this is fun though. I know it is fun, but I want to, let's, let's be a little more entertaining. Uh, cause I think we can use a little humor here, a little levity. So, did you watch any of the street fighting stuff that Keenan did? I, I didn't get a chance to, to be honest. I did <laughs> it, watch some of it. it I watched starts, it when, when you it need wasn't. to watch. You need I to watch him. Them. It wasn't him, and it was like two other dudes when I was watching. You need to watch him. <laughs> uh, the first, the way the first confrontation looks like, like, hey, bro, <laughs> like, get out of my personal space, bro. <laughs> and then he grabs two collar grips and pulls Spider Guard. <laughs> So like okay, that's interesting because and I'm like, sitting there. I'm like really. He's like, I've got up kicks here, bro. Look at this. I got up kicks. He's like, what are you gonna do? It's fe- you know? but that's interesting, right? Like so, like we're taking is he was obviously the intention. Some of his intended is humor, right? But some of it is like no. I think he was genuinely serious. He's about showing that. like practical a bit, like you know, practicality of self defense skills. And I think back to Ryan Hall, who is you know arguably one of the sort of like pioneers of 50 50 position and he talks about uh, i think when he was was on joe rogan maybe he was actually on joe rogan i don't remember but he was in an interview nonetheless okay and he had talked about he's like you know like if you look at self-defense like purely like like what is the idea of self-defense limit damage available to you you know improve um uh optimize your ability to inflict damage on the other person. He's like, 
if you look at 50-50, that actually might be one of the best positions for self-defense because, A, you're not, you can see around you, you're controlling another person, and they can't really strike you. But if you know what you're doing, they're fucked, right? So, like, is Keenan's like, overly lapeled, like, frame of reference for jujitsu, and he used it right then and there again, but is it too much jujitsu versus jujitsu? It, I mean, he I, did it in a hoodie too, right? Yeah, but I don't think his opponent, who's also you know uh, an instructor there, a brown belt that I saw, like I don't think he was doing like swinging at he him. He wasn't doing non-technical things. Okay, like, he he assumed a base and was trying to like break grips and go to like headquarters and stuff. I'm like, dude, you're not. Okay. Like, well, you're, but I just thought it was pretty funny. Just be like, he pulled spider and he's like, oh, I got up kicks here, bro. <laughs> like these are like I could heel kick you, bro. And I was just like, <laughs> it was it was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was very. Was good. it a good defensive guard? I, I, I just, I, I'm still of the mind, and this is, you know, my my two and change years of experience. I just don't like the idea of being on my back in a fight. Of course not. I mean, I like, just, just, and and given my size now, Keenan's like six four. He's got more length, so maybe I'm like, yeah, I got more length. But it's like, if I if a guy's like two hundred plus pounds, I, I I'm just not playing spider. No, like he's yeah. gonna pick me up, or you know, like I want to be on his back. No, no, I want to fucking course. ride him like you, you need know, to. Then, yeah, I want to yeah. be on his back and 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 ride him like a back. Then work arm drags and duck under. That's all you got. <laughs> yeah, you know. But I do think there's there is some listening to Ryan Hall, and I have started to study what he's doing. It's like uh, he he kind of uses a guard, which is I think interesting. But I think he's got some validity, and especially if you're dealing with a non technical opponent, I don't know how you enter into their legs against a non technical opponent, but maybe you you just do it and they don't know. But my God, like they have, like you don't have to worry about a heel hook. Exactly, they're not going to heel hook. Yeah, they're not going to heel hook you. So now they might try to punch you if anything. But but you have a lot of like they're not going to be able to reach you. That's what's so nice. But about that's 50. just it too, right? Like because like right now we so then you rip one leg and then you 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 just awkwardly leg pummel to the other side and then you rip his other leg and then you get up and run away and he can't chase you because both his knees have been fucking ripped apart. Yeah, and you can <laughs> and you can. <laughs> dismount essentially <laughs> if like his buddies come too right yeah. like his and that's yeah, it's i mean right how savage would that be a guy jumps you and instead of putting him out you double heel hook him <laughs> you heel and you ruin his like, other yeah he, he doesn't walk you're like, <laughs> you're like fuck <laughs> so that's an interesting thing right like i was listening um who was it it's a podcast on my home yesterday oh it was um josh hinger he was talking about how he listens to like something about prison Okay. And like how he had th- this guy that he follows his YouTube channel went to prison and uh basically like lays out like he spent x amount of years in prison and talks about how like you know everybody talks about how they think they would do in prison but like nobody's prepared for it how just terrible it is, right? And how it can start from something as so simple as like some bro like tries to grab your girl in a bar and you guys get into a fight and you like you sock him and you break his orbital or some shit like that right and now that leads you to being in jail and blah blah blah, and just all this this escalation of events and like so here we are talking about debilitating somebody ripping out both of their knees yeah do you want to end up in jail noah no i'm just saying that would be pretty ridiculous it would be absolutely ridiculous um, 
But that, so what's worse? So at this point, right, like jujitsu, effective form of self-defense, especially if you untrained opponent. Maybe maybe we should all just give it up and just do parkour. Oh, well, I, I again, this is, jujitsu has always been advertised as a last resort sort of thing. Has it though? Well, <laughs> well I'm going to say yes. I okay, mean, I'm not going to say you in know, our one jits with hits I, gonna, seminar yeah, we did I'm with Paul. Say, I'm not going to say we're all gym, you know, gym storming other gyms and. You know, we're making a circle around Hickson and some dude, so then Hickson can, you know, <laughs> can wrestle him and stuff or do it with Machado or something. Because I remember, I think John Jack Machado was telling a story like that. Yeah, like, we just make a circle around Hickson and some other guy. Yeah, and they yeah. would have to fight, you know. I'm like, that's kind of weird. And it wasn't just them. It was like, it was like the two the two rival gyms yeah, would make clans. a circle. And I'm like, this is kind of like. This this is like when you hear about like ancient war where it's like after five p.m. everyone just had tea together and it's like we'll get back to fighting in the morning or something. You know what I mean? It's like that's a cool agreement though, right? Like, doesn't that solve a lot more problems? I mean, I think if we have that level of decorum, we shouldn't even be fighting to begin with. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, that's a little <laughs> but bit. But the point is, it's like uh, I've always viewed jujitsu as like a last resort. It's like if if it's a reaction to an actual assault, not a deterrent like i'm going to do with something but i'm still of the mindset i mean know, fighting take him down be, yeah. mount him hit him in the head they turtle up you choke him out minimal damage that's the, that's the idea know. right that's gracie lay in action down. lay him down 1992 you know put your put your hero hoodie back on and then walk away <laughs> you know guys <laughs> 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 the um so uh, man like so I want to go into like, have you? Do you, do you not follow Gordon Ryan? I do on, follow Gordon. You do, Ryan. Did you read his latest post? Uh, no, let me pull it up right now. <laughs> was it his post or his story? Because sometimes I just I give up on it. His was story. it was a post? Because I don't do stories. Because his, I'm too old for that. Okay. Because sometimes you'll go to his story and he it's like so at the top, it's like they take the time and they divide it up so it's like each story can be up to a minute long. Yeah. But the point is, it's like if I have if I have a story. The time I get to view it is the entire width of the top of the screen. If I'm viewing two, you see like a notch in the middle, like oh, there's yeah, two yeah. stories. With him, it's like oh, it's like a billion. Yeah, it's like a billion things. All right, here we go. Which seems to be the mostly the case of oh, he's talking. So he's like, you're all bored. Go ask to throw mud. This one is that a story or is that a no? It's a video. There's a video or there's a post he had posted about like. And you're so you're on Instagram. I was talking about Facebook actually. Oh, I don't follow him Facebook. You don't. So he's like. And I don't know how much of it, like I, I, I was you, like, is Colby Covington, how much of it is, like, his genuine, so, like, feelings Opinion. about things. Yeah. Um, but he kind of goes into... Wait, wait, let the homeless die? I mean... <laughs> Sometimes you make those posts. He's like... Just this is almost kind of that, right? Like, and, and it's it's hard to disagree with him in the case. But he was talking about, like, like right now... Like, they're about to, like, release the stimulus package or whatever the case is. I don't, I don't even know the details of it yet. You know, it, it's going to happen uh, evidently, but like he talks about how, like how, Hey, if you want to, it's like, it, it, isn't it funny how people who have like essential skills are the ones who are still working today and everybody else is like looking for a paycheck from the government or some, some, something along the lines. Right. Which like, I look at that and I go like, man, like, Oh, here we go. This is the, this is the post. Is this yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Go. So I, I'll give a quote. This is, we do not, um, 
just because we're saying it doesn't mean this is strictly Gordon Ryan's opinion. We yeah, know, exactly. We're not yeah, advocating this or anything. So this is strictly a quote. But he wrote, notice that, this is, by the way, all lowercase for the most part. Uh, notice that people with real skills are the ones still making money during this time. Doctors, plumbers, electrician, builders of all kinds. Take note. Acquire. Uh, that was spilled, misspelled. Acquire a skill people will always need and you'll never be out of work. Which is like, it's hard to disagree with that, right? But like... Says the guy who does jiu-jitsu. Says the guy who does jiu-jitsu. <laughs> but I mean, like, it's the ultimate in like essential skill, right? Because what, what greater skill is there than self-protection? But so like, they're just, I, I don't want to go super rabbit hole into that. But like, that's also predicated on the idea that like all of these skills are also necessary because of like commercial growth, which commercial growth oftentimes is predicated on people spending money on discretionary things, right? Like let's talk about Orlando. Orlando is centered around tourism, right? And a huge amount of our commercial growth right now is just more hotels, more schools, more people moving to the area because of that. It's just, it's just, that's a huge part of it. So like our largest employer is Disney and, and, and they're shut down. I mean, I, I'm, I don't from a, know. From what a construction it, standpoint as well. I can correct, speak to that. Correct, yeah. And their park is closed, which is a, which is a big source exactly. of income. It's not which, their only source of income. No, no. I mean, like Disney's a, licensing. Yeah. But what about people that work in stores at Disney? Exactly. And what about the construction guys who are working mm-hmm. on, which, you know, I, I can see that firsthand. So, like, it's, I agree with him, but I also disagree with him because, like, those guys wouldn't be in work without, other means right like for for the non-essential people spending money on things like that um and i just thought it was weird because it's humorous because like we were talking about um world war z Mm -hmm. which is a great book by the way and they talk about like some sort of like i can't watch the movie no just don't watch the movie it's (laughs) it's it's the the book is so much better (laughs) okay (laughs) but at one point they sort of talk about how like after the war and they're like rebuilding america and the world like people who are like investment bankers like sort of like try to demand a certain level of respect and that sort of thing people who essentially have non-essential skills don't matter a fuck and are like yeah you were an investment banker and you're some ceo that's cute ma'am you're a seamstress get the fuck over here like you're super important and so like, i was just like i thought that was humorous about him but like just going back to social media why do i care what the hell well, a jiu-jitsu guy has his opinion is about... I mean, about, shock jocks have been doing this for years. If you can provoke a reaction, positive or negative, you're going to get people to talk. I mean, look at, you know, Stephen A. Smith and First Take of the More. Look at Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp and Undisputed. Stephen A. Dis- Smith is the, the dude who talked about Don Cerrone, right? Yeah. You know, th- these guys, you know... Uh, him and Skip Bayless used to both be on ESPN, and then Skip Bayless got a big contract to go to Fox and do the exact yeah, same show. Yeah, how they show. doing right now? Huh? How they doing right now? They're doing great. They did better numbers than I think ESPN initially. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. They, no, they're, they're making huge money. They're making millions a year. And all they do is they, they go through the sports news, and they give a strong opinion. They give a polarizing opinion. That's a key. Very polarizing. Is it based and on And we keep coming evidence? back. I, I used to get sucked into that shit. Did you? know you? what I mean? Okay. Absolutely. And Connor, it's a proven formula. Chael's done it. Connor's done it. Covington's done it. And, and Gordon's so, doing it too. And, and to undermine Gordon in a not undermine. It has nothing to do with undermining that image, whatever. Keenan has come on record and said, I, he said, it's worth saying that 
with his friends, with his family, Gordon's is a is a nice guy. You know, and his fans, he's a nice guy, and he's a nice guy to his fans. So, you know, he says he takes pleasure in trolling people. So, the thing is, is being an internet troll or a media troll, whether it's on TV, as a as a whether it's on the radio as a shock jock. You know, I don't know. I don't know about Howard Stern personally. You know what I mean? I I want to say I've heard he's actually a normal, well, you know, a kind of a normal guy. I could be wrong. He could be a freak. You know what I mean? I, 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 my point is, a lot of these guys, you know, fucking go to the cable news. You know, uh, Bill O'Reilly, Sean Hannity, you know, guys, people, fucking Bill O'Reilly. It's like everyone said, well, he, he kind of knew what he was doing. You know what I mean? No, no. Like, and that's where, yeah. You know, like, you're like, do you really believe this? It's like, mm, probably not. They actually know what's going to garner reaction, you know? Sure. I mean, like, who is it? Uh, Billy Graham? I mean, he's dead now. But like, like I, the Reverend Billy Graham. The Reverend Billy Graham. Oh. Like I remember him. I'd read an an interview with him where he had said like they had asked him a similar question. He said, you know, like you know, how much of your message is it that you preach, and how you know, and, 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 do you believe, and how much of it is just shock? Mm-hmm. And he had said, you know, like not to put weight, but you know, a greater percentage of what I do. He's like, of course, I, I, I 100% believe in what I say. Otherwise, I wouldn't spread the message. But like also 70% of my industry is theatrics. Mm-hmm. Right? So like... Show business, baby. Right. And show. so that's... I, I, and I'm, that's what this is. You know, it's, it's, he's it trying is, to make money. If he's he marketing. Were, yeah. Exactly. And to make money, he's... So the fact that he can charge so much more on BJJ Fanatics for an instructional is because... He's made himself more valuable as a commodity because he's adopted to troll a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not necessarily representative of him, but if he if he said that this is a the fact that it works is because it's blurring the line between what's reality and what's theatrics. If you knew it was fully yeah, theatrics, you wouldn't buy into I wouldn't it. Buy, exactly. Like, you wouldn't buy a UFC fight if you knew that Conor McGregor and, and Khabib actually loved each other, you know, and were best friends, but they're doing this for theatrics, you know? Yeah. I mean, we, we, we want to believe. Don't that, we also seek gen, genuineness in things? Like, we want to believe it. Just, it's a reason we like magic. We, we people go to magic shows because they do these think they go to magic shows because they genuinely believe it's magic they go to the magic shows i think kids do kids do but they go to the magic show to try and figure it out but you kind of do want to believe in a way you know what i mean like it's 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 kind of a do weird. you want to believe that i i i disagree you want to I mean, be wondered. i think that's why people go to church you want to be wondered it's like it's it's like wow the guy just caught the bullet with his mouth like what the fuck how'd that happen you know what I mean yeah and I don't think anybody wants to believe that he's actually doing that okay my kids definitely I would kids say. definitely yeah, because yeah, the yeah, kids yeah. just literally don't know better but I no I, you know what I, I'll 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 fucking be polarizing and take draw a line in the sand what is our mythology now we're not we're not Greeks or Romans talking about Zeus and Hades and all that. 
what is what is what are the popular movie genres right now? It's superheroes, right? Which are, and wait, actually, books. I did a I did a, this is a mini mytho- thesis on like modern mythology. So I think of, I think the, I think, but we don't. But, but here's the thing: is like I think we want to believe in no, we in, don't. We don't want to believe. I mean, we don't want to believe that like Captain America came down from the you know Ragnarok. No, no, we want to believe that that's possible. That 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 there is a there is. That there is a so you're, pure. Of you're soul. saying that you're you're equating. I've also thought about like pulling a knee and like, can I actually jump off this building and and actually not fall? You're you're, yeah, man. But, but, okay, so like I I can't speak for an ancient Greek because I'm not. Yeah. I don't know any ancient Greeks. Yeah. But do you believe that ancient Greeks and Romans believed in Greek and Roman mythology the way a modern day religious person believes in Christianity, Judaism, Islam, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know, but I'm I don't think I don't think talking about I'm not talking about religion, I'm talking about mythology. I but but that's just it, right? Like mythology at the time was their religion. That's true. So like I mean th- I'm not saying the two are not intertwined. Many times they're intertwined. I'm just saying right now, I wanna say the mythology of, of this era Mythology in the sense of it's of, a reflection of, of, of our of, inspirations, aspirations, weaknesses, et cetera, et cetera, how and we how, are and how, But how we tell and, stories and how we impart morals and what we believe is right and wrong. Oh, absolutely. People. Yes, yes, yes. Fucking, like, that's superheroes, man. Right. So, oh, so th- that's where I want to get to. Okay. Can we put it on <laughs> that pause? To me is, I need to go pee me. real quick. <laughs> okay, but that to me is the, is the we point. We need to get to that real quick, all right? <laughs> okay. And I'm going to about to, this is where I go red state. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So, welcome back um, after a brief intermission. Um, I will say first off that I'm probably largely responsible for the the drought in Florida because I, I have this really bad habit of like anytime I go pee, I immediately flush and I race the toilet, which inevitably the toilet will finish flushing before I finish peeing and then I'll have to flush again. So I flush twice for every piss. I'm sorry. Oh, you fl- you flush while you're peeing? I want to see. Yeah, I want to see who finishes first. And what? More often than not, <laughs> dude. Like, I I was just thinking. Did you ever see a, a League of Their Own? Yes. Okay. You know, you know the scene with uh, Tom Hanks is like the the men. The, yeah, yeah the and he's coach. just like, uh... yeah, and he pees forever. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, you had like a half a glass of wine, and I was wondering. I drink a lot of water at work. Okay. Well, that's good. No, but that triggered the floodgates because I was like, I God so. dang, man, this guy's peeing. <laughs> but like, or, or I have no kidneys, <laughs> oh, um, which would be terrible. <laughs> and also, so just to, just to get back to jujitsu a little bit, jujitsu hygiene, your mouth guard is in there. Your mouth guard case, excuse me, is in there. Yeah. No mouth guard in it. Where is it? It's not in there? Is it not in there? It should I mean, be. I didn't open it up. I didn't see oh, it. Is it in there? It should be in there. So what, what do you do with your mouth guard when you get home here? Do you wash it? What uh, do you do? So what I do is I... Um, most nights, sometimes I forget because sometimes I leave it in my bag. But every night uh, when I brush, so I'll I'll eat after I train, even if it's super late, I'll eat and I'll brush my teeth before I go to bed. So what I'll do is when I brush my teeth, I put my mouth guard that I used uh, in the sink and I spit like this, the, what I've been brushing yeah, yeah. over that. And then when I'm done Just brushing my teeth, rinse. I take, a, you'll notice there are two toothbrushes in there. There's a stiffer toothbrush there and I will brush scrub with the suds of my toothpaste, okay. the whole thing, and then Which rinse the, it. The mechanical action of scrubbing is actually better. Yeah. To so, I mean, I'm just like, to, to put actual toothpaste COVID-19. on it, I just, well, yeah. I just scrub it out and... 
and then I just let it dry and put it back in its case. Okay, so let's let's take it back to jiu-jitsu a little bit more here. Jiu-jitsu hygiene. What are your... Um, you never got a chance to ask Michelle, by the way, which I well, know you I did wanted kind to. Of, I did kind of, but it, it, it's actually... Um, did it get cut? Danny is the one that that knows he's the, the tech guy right when it comes well, to he's the, the yeah, he's the one that, yeah that does the fabric so, so how do they what do they do first so off they, what are your practices what are mine and what are what is, all right so let's we will sponsor we'll, well we won't get a sponsor but hang, let me let me grab this stuff oh did you bring you you brought some uh da, 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 da. isn't that the shit that you told um i didn't tell this is jb told me jb yeah, yeah JB, okay so I use Rockin' Green Platinum Active Wear Laundry Detergent. Okay. Which is a powder. And this is good at uh, defunking stuff. However, the one disadvantage I have, I realize it's now. It's expensive as fuck, probably. Uh, it's $20 for 90 loads. It's actually not bad. Not bad, but it's when you think it you can spend, when you yeah. think you spend, you know, eight bucks for 128 with Tide yeah. or something, you know, it's different. But. Um, I have a side load, so I don't soak as much as a top load. Oh, you have, yeah, yeah. That's... Top loads use more water, but they soak more. So being able to soak I your mean, fabric when it comes them. to jujitsu is, is, is better sure. um, for defunking. So what I, what I am doing is I use this awesome detergent um, day in and day off on my geese and, and rash guards. I always wash immediately after class, so every day I'm washing, mm -hmm. and I hang dry them all. If I notice that a particular item of clothing, ghee or... Rash guard or, or rash something. guard is starting to get funky and my definition of funky is is it smells fine and then when i wear it just the act of my body heating up seems to like activate activate like the funk yeah where i'm like wait a minute my armpit like smells like something and i didn't even sweat yet or anything right, right. um even though actually i believe like if i've been sweating that sh there shouldn't even be funk there like you should just you're wet you're not yeah exactly smelly, you know like when so when I notice that, then I take what I learned from Michelle and Danny, uh, specifically Danny, because she says Danny's the one that, that does all this, her husband. Um, and this also applies for whitening stuff. So let's do the funk thing first. The first thing with funky stuff, um, I get a bucket, hot water, copious amounts. Hot amount, water. Yep. Copious mm -hmm. amounts of, because more, more often than not, this happens to rash guards more yeah, so yeah. than so geese, it's not shrink you know. And hot water and copious amounts of baking soda. Soak it overnight. Defuncts it. And then wash them. Defuncts it. Okay. I, al I always use uh, fabric sort of softener. Alkalinity I use thing. fabric softener for scent. I know. Don't it, use that for your ghee, though, I man. do use that it on my weakens ghee. The fibers, I know. People bro. say it weakens the fiber, but it also makes it more, it, it makes it less sandpapery on people because I hang dry. Fuck them. <laughs> Also, says the guy who wears if, if the ghee, I know I'm giving like a bunch of like, like in like different areas here, but if it's a ghee that's getting funky, um, what happens very rarely and it's like, you just, I just catch it super well, early. Well, the fact is you wash your ghee every day. I do, a, but that's... I will time to time, especially now that it's warming up again, uh, hang dry outside, inside out in the sun. So you get the disinfectant power of the UV light. So that really, and I do that inside out on the, in the underarm area, because that seems to be the area where the funk is for me and my body, I guess. Uh, so that will disinfect, so. yeah. <laughs> so that will Fuck disinfect, that will disinfect, that, that helps with the disinfectant. Um, the, the baking soda works also for white ghee. So I was given a ghee that was kind of on the gray side. It's actually an awesome uh, gameness ghee that's super light. It's a gameness air. I love it. It's my favorite. Is it really? It's my favorite 
like promotions gi. Like to just sit around in, it's, it's like your, super comfy. Okay. It's it's a lounge around gi. I'd hate to roll hard with it because I almost feel like the the pants would tear because they're that light and comfy. But it's it's a really nice gi. But it had been used and it 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 was almost like almost felt like it was starting to yellow a little bit. Soak that in um so in baking, baking soda. soda. Baking soda. I now all like vinegar vinegar helps with funks they say, but I I stick with baking soda, and then I just laid that shit out in the sun. And that fucking whiten the fuck out. Really? Yeah, it looks that, great. I mean, like, I need to take this into account just because I don't wear, I won't buy white geese anymore. All my geese are either black, blue, or actually off-white. Like, yeah, I like the off-white geese. personally. So ideally, I would say in a perfect world, I would have a top-load washer, use they, a little more water. so much water. I know they I, use so I, much this water. This is coming from a guy who has And then one, so. soak whatever I'm washing overnight in this awesome, because this stuff has some baking soda in it. Oh, does it? In, okay. Yeah. So we can just buy baking soda and add it to our water. Yeah, you could do that. But I, what I would say is soak yeah. and then let it soak for a little bit. And you don't have to do hot water, especially if it's a new ghee. But soak it for a little bit, then do your wash cycle. And then you should be good to go because you have that soak to chemically defunct and, and whiten. It's amazing. I, this, I, I, I should have And then I use softener. Ago. Again, I use softener for... For, to soften the ghee because it makes it more comfortable and so there's a nice sense when so people do you, grapple uh, with me. do you use any special soaps for post-jiu-jitsu or are you a, a, or just an Irish spring I use, guy? I, no, I don't use fucking Irish spring or any of that, but I, that was, I started using that stuff before jiu-jitsu. Like a defense soap or something? Or, or? No, I mean, I, I, use olive, just, I use olive oil soap. Oh, do you really? I use olive oil soap. So that's just, I, I think it's a higher quality soap. I like it. It's something I've used... For years before I did jujitsu, I know Keenan recommends tea tree oil, like soap with tea tree so oil. So that's the thing is tea tree oil. I think it's one of those things that's like thrown around a lot. I'm not sure how much like evidence based stuff there is for tea tree oil as a um maybe not treatment, but a post wash to help prevent a preventative measure for things like ringworm and staff and that sort of thing. I'm not sure there is because like teach it's like people have just it's like organic people like fucking wipe their asses with the term I don't know I, I, I don't know if there are any studies that support it and it's where I just get like really sort of it's funny because like with the whole COVID thing like fucking 93 brand like gets on you know they're like oh a special sale on our tea tree oil based oh, uh, really? you know yeah and I was like come on guys I like, think which is I get capitalism right I feel like I could like I probably do a better job of ideally right after I train I shower but I never do. Like I'll hang out on the mats and chit chat with people, oh, well, and I mean, then go, that, which is jujitsu. Like, and then go home. You're and not shower. a real jujitsu. But era, I definitely do that. The minute I come home, it's like there's a whole. That, there's a shower. Yeah, that, like, there's yeah. like the first thing I do. It, usually, I'll throw the wash in first, just because I want to optimize time at night. So I'd rather start the wash before I shower, just because that time showering. It's, I want to be doing yeah, two things at yeah, once. Yeah. I don't want to stay up an extra twenty minutes sure, or something. So. I put the. I get home. The key stuff comes out. Everything goes in the washer. That that load gets happened. I just got naked because I took off whatever remaining clothes I had. Yeah, they goes in. Hop in the shower. Uh, I have always showered with really hot water, which I guess is good for disinfecting. It's also bad for your skin, though, man. Oh, really? I didn't. Yeah, know. Yeah, it's like I do like cold showers. Like. I think I feel better after, even though it's a little. Do you, do you alternate like Joe Rogan says? It kicks anything. your. Uh, uh, God damn the fucking heat you. shock protein yeah, and the cold shock protein. Oh, dude, come on. <laughs> so anyway, I, I do that. I, I I shower. I use my olive oil soap, 
And the one thing I don't do as much is I don't wash my hair like every day. You shouldn't. Yeah. So so I'm told. I mean, it's I like I don't know. So that's, wait, one that's, that's one of those interesting things that always strikes me as like really hilarious, right? Because like, but I wash my feet very. That's one thing because of the jujitsu, um, and because I wear sandals a lot. Like I'll definitely like go between the toes and. But that's and the go thing is the like feet. from, I, I can't say I've ever had athlete's foot. Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. I'm also barefoot extremely often, which you've actually even called me out on because like I walk in the fucking parking lot barefoot. I don't fuck. Which is fine. I mean, I grew up in the country where I would be outside. I'm barefoot. Asian, so yeah. it's like I'm barefoot all the time. I know but you're like, so happy when you came in here. Like, oh, your your shoes are off too. Exactly right. <laughs> like I it, it, because like. I well, think I, I conditioned Stacy to like when we start living together to well, take our shoes off. Where I'm like, Ugh, I don't. Like, here's the thing I don't understand. Even if you have pets, it's like you are outside with your shoes. Why would you? Wear, first of all, it's less comfortable in my opinion it's to wear shoes. Way less comfortable. But the other thing is, why would I want to tread out? At least have indoor shoes and outdoor shoes. But just fucking walk around. Like I don't see why people don't walk around barefoot just because it's more comfortable. It's more hygienic. But I know a lot of people that just leave their shoes on. They walk around their house in shoes. I'm like, just, what the yeah, fuck? I just, I couldn't imagine doing that. Like, I mean, just a, because I've just never done it. But also, like you said, like to me, shoes are a tool that serve like a certain purpose, right? Like they're, that's, and that's all they are. And like, I, I have to wear shoes at work because I get any better traction in the warehouse and blah, 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 OSHA and all that bull, bullshit. But like, if I could wear my five fingers to work, I would, you know? Yeah, but you're wearing shoes. To me, the purpose of shoes is to protect your feet from the outside, you know, from whatever you're, you know, obviously whatever to protect your feet. Are, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's like you're going out into public spaces, and 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 this is before COVID. I was like, okay, I mean, I'm not saying that soil is bad for you or anything. No, but that's just it. But I'm, right? I'm, like, I'm walking. I'm protecting my feet from glass, all that stuff. Well, there are all these particles from the outside world. Like if I took soil and just treaded over the my floor, sure, soil is not a germ. It's not gonna. It's not gonna contain bacteria. It could, but it's. It, you know, it I'm not does. gonna say. Yeah, but I'm not gonna say it's like, oh, this is infest. infested the house. But it's fucking like treaded silt all through my house. Right. I don't want fucking little gravel on the floor. No, and you know what I mean. Yes. Uh, and that's where. But also, so like the the barefoot connoisseur in me also, who's read, born to run a multitude oh, of times. Oh here we go. You know, would would also say you know a lot of. Uh, foot funguses and that stuff but I have not, no art don't come from which is crazy because you're barefoot often yes and that's I think why I grew up I, but know. that's just it because shouldn't the sh- <laughs> you're you're <laughs> maybe you're not wearing you maybe you're not barefoot enough because I've been barefoot my entire life <laughs> so look maybe, at those flat ass feet you do bro. have incredibly flat feet yeah, which I, is why you have a great squat right like I yeah I don't have I have a <laughs> terrible squat because I have extremely high arches. and your knees keep going buckling in they want to buckle in no 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 my 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 knees arch out. I think that's due to Taekwondo and just the oh, okay. years of stretching I did as well. But my knees. I would think if you don't, I'm if you always, have more of an arch. You end up falling into this. I'm super supinated. Oh, no, I have an incredibly high arch. So like my knees. Oh like, god. Yeah, like that's that's why like. <laughs> so you're like bow legged almost when you squat. Yeah, yeah. Like I I squat, like sumo squats are exceptional for me because I'm just standing so wide. Um. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> Barefoot and not treading shit in the house. Yeah, yeah, not treading. So shit anyway, I suggest to anybody who who uses uh, shoes in the house, try it without shoes. See what it's like. I just, it's 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 a refreshing feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I know some people have told me like, I just you know I, I've gotten this. I hate feet. 
<laughs> I'm like, okay, if you don't like feet, that you know, I, I mean, then we're like know, a toe sock or something. Yeah, like, like let you your know, feet breathe, man. They want to be, they want to be out there. I mean, do you wear shoes in bed? No, not you, but I'm saying. Oh, yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. It's like that's kind of the thing. The um, okay, so uh, let's let's get red state real quick. You oh, talked God. about the you, you had talked about like uh, mythology, right? Mm-hmm. And they just released today. Um, oh, they. The deep state. No, I mean CBR. <laughs> you know, Cobb, okay, Cobb yeah, Cobb Resources and and Marvel is um, they're trying to like sort of like relaunch the New Warriors, which is so. My understanding, CBR is a digital platform for comic books. Yes, it's it's okay. just a it's a no no CBR is a it's a it's a new site for comic. It's books. a new site for comic. Books. Um, it's not comics.com. No, correct, correct. It's okay. not a comicsology, which is a okay. digital platform. Okay, or Marvel Unlimited okay. and DC Universe, mm-hmm. DC Universe. Yeah. Um, did they, anyone they just still really, subscribe to that channel? I, I canceled it. You canceled it, right? <laughs> I think the thing is it had good content. I mean, like, Titans was actually pretty good. But I haven't... That's it. Like, Titans and there's another Swamp one. Swamp thing. Uh, uh, Doom Patrol was supposed Doom to be Doom Patrol really was, yeah. That was it. But I, they... Here's the thing. is like, you could subscribe to it and, like, you had all this, like, cool access to comic books and stuff. I'm like, I don't want to fucking read a comic book on my television. Well, couldn't you use it on your phone or something? I don't want to read a comic book on a screen yeah, this true. big either, you know? Um, but, oh shit, hang on a second. All right. So you're going to, I'm, I'm, I'm bracing myself here. I got to go real quick. Um, well, I don't know if you want to dive into, uh, let's not go there. All right. So let's close with a, a funny story. You know the story, but I, I want to tell a funny story because I want to, I want to end on a good note, but I'm going to bring up. Hopefully I can bring up the, the post and point because it involves social media. So, and this involves Mark Peace. So this is, this, is a, this is a good story. So one night, you know, okay, so I don't know, if people go to our gym, Chris has been in the habit of leaving not only his belt now, but his entire fucking gym attire. Yeah, it's been... Like you've been on a streak like I think once I'm, a I'm, week. I killed it though. You killed it, but you went like a few weeks. It was like, like a, it was like a good two, three week. Period I was like, Jesus, like every time I'd be like, there's this, and you, you, I know you have this nice black belt that you, you know, it's like really cool you wear. And it's like, dude, he leaves it here. Like he just got a black belt. Now he leaves it here. Like whatever, whatever. It's just my black belt. Anyhow. It's a nice belt too. It is a nice made belt. Made in Japan. I'm made in Japan. It's got, it's got, uh, it's got the uh, like Japanese on and all everything. kinds of crazy yeah, stitching. It's it a really, cool. really nice belt. So. I needed to leave a review. Before this. And then we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get you out of here. Don't worry. So, uh, it's nine o'clock. Victor and I and Paul are still at the gym. We've cleaned up. It's after nine, actually. I go into the locker room, just us, and we see that there's a brown belt. <laughs> there's a brown belt in the locker room. So, I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, who's brown belt? I mean, who is here? I think you were here. Uh, Mark was there. It wasn't me at the time. And though, Wilkerson right? was there. This is before you got your black belt. Right, fair enough. Okay. So we're trying to figure out whose belt this is. And we're we're like, okay, there are this many stripes. So there are three stripes on it. So, so then yeah, it was probably like me Mar- it was exactly So we're like was, yeah. thinking like, okay, well, I'm I I cuz I don't keep track like uh, you know, some people might, but I I'm totally not like, you know, so and so has four stripes, so and so has two stripes. Yeah, like so. I I just know they have a brown belt and there's some stripes, there's white there. You know what I mean? So anyway, uh we're kind of deducing. I was like, I'm pretty sure this is Mark's belt, you know, because there's three stripes. So anyway, um, 
we have a tradition of if you leave your belt, it's possible it's going to get knotted up somewhere because that's your responsibility. And I've done that to Victor and, and uh, actually I've done it to Chihuahua a couple times and you know, whatever, but it's a brown belt. Victor and I are blue belts. I feel like you there's like a, there's like a thing. So I go up to, I go up to Paul and I was like, I think Mark left his belt. Like, what are we going to do with it? You know, what do you want? What, he's like, what do you want us to do with it? And Paul just said, ah, you can just leave it there, whatever. So, you know, someone will take care of it. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I, I leave the belt. I go home. Uh, the next day, uh, Mark makes a post. And I've been looking for this post, but God, I can't find it. But he makes a post independent of the belt, I believe. He just makes a post. Aha! Wait. Oh, I remember. It was like, you young guns don't know what you're doing. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. Okay, I found the post. Thank God. Okay, so here we go. He does the post. And it's a picture of his belt. And it says, amateurs took about one minute, shakes my head. Okay? And... I wrote, and this is the thing, I never respond to these posts. I never do this. I, I've never done this. But for whatever reason, I felt compelled to criticize the grammar of the post because he made, he, he made it, <laughs> you know, because he wrote amateurs with an apostrophe. So he said, amateurs yeah. took about took, one minute. It was a possessive amateurs. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I, I don't know why. I just, I just felt compelled to do it. So I just said, I'm just like, Incoming grammar per lease in three, two, one, dot, dot, dot. All right. And he replies and he says, my grammar is as good as their feeble attempt at irritating me, LOL. And he spelled grammar ER instead of AR. <laughs> now the spelling police comes in. So now I responded with a link to grammar ER versus grammar on grammar.com. And I said, I couldn't resist. Now, unbeknownst to me, <laughs> and then then paul says he's mad and he posts a trigger meme okay <laughs> now unbeknownst to me his belt was tied up okay oh. and it was tied up and he came over in the morning looking for it before he so he drove all the way across town to try and find his belt so he could go teach because he, he felt compelled he needed to teach his class wearing his brown belt, okay? And it was tied up. Now, I didn't tie it up, and Victor didn't tie it up. But somehow, it was tied up between last night and this morning, and no one has copped up to it, but I had left. <laughs> and, he's, and there's a morning class going on, and according to Paul, who was teaching at the time, Paul's, uh, Mark comes in rather impatient looking for his belt. This is not morning class, afternoon class. Morning class. Like, like so 11. Okay, yeah, 11, yeah, Not right. 16. L lunchtime class. Yeah, lunchtime class. Right. And I guess it's tied up and somehow attached to the ceiling. <laughs> so he can't see it and people see it and they start laughing. So he gets really irritated by this. So then he has to go get his belt and untie it. So then I realized when he told me that, right after I made this other post about the grammar that, oh my God, he thinks I'm the one that tied the belt oh up. My so God. not only did I tie the belt up, but now I'm mocking him on social media. <laughs> <laughs> while laughing at him while well, I did this. So uh, I was sitting there and this, this, this thread, you chime in, 
this thread this thread went a long way it's like it you did. chime on in this so i'm sitting here at home thinking good god i decided for whatever reason this one time to make a comment not realizing that, that mark is now be. going to associate me not only being the one who tied his belt up but also now being this young whippersnapper blue belt that you? doesn't respect yeah. authority or the <laughs> and tenure and is mocking mocking this brown belt and all he put in and I was like, well, this is going to be interesting next time I go into, <laughs> go into class. What, what's funny is, I don't know, I remember this post now. Yeah, and when Paul, the thing is, I wish you could see like the, the meme, like the meme he posted was fucking awesome. Is it, is it Crash Bandicoot? It, it might have been. <laughs> like, Mark posted like, or not Mark, <laughs> but Paul, because Paul posted this because he posted, I believe, after Mark showed up. He's right. like, oh, Mark's mad right now. Right. <laughs> he posted this thing. What's funny is like, did you, my response was like, why didn't you just wear your purple belt, right? Yeah, and then you said, "Let me rephrase in my characteristic, over-explained way. <laughs> Just wear your purple belt the day. We know your rank. You know your rank. Your students know your rank. What's the big deal about using your purple belt?" And then he said, "Didn't even consider it." LOL. And that—that that was my thing. It's like because I—I think I had said, and somebody's like, "Oh God, oh." Somebody. I won't even say who, but somebody had privately messaged me like, "Oh, Chris, you better take that down or something." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" Right? <laughs> Like, I, as if I was trying to imply that Mark's a purple belt. But my intention was literally like... I love how everything gets blown out of proportion. Every, and this is the whole soundbite thing, right? <laughs> right. Cool. I, I literally just meant, just fucking wear a belt. It doesn't matter what you're wearing that day to class. Like, if you've got your belt, who cares? Like, oh, just wear and, another and belt, this, right? Like, so, it, final it recommendation. Uh, if, you, if you want more to relate to this, and I'm not going to use my own words, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to cop out and use someone else. Check out... Key and or Key and Peel's sketch about texting. Just do Keel Key and Peel. It's a sketch comedy show, um, and they do texting. And one guy is just super laid back on the couch. Another guy's uptight in the kitchen. <laughs> and the guy on the couch is playing video games and is just nonchalantly replying. But the guy in the kitchen is interpreting it as like, "Oh, really? You don't really care? Whatever? Oh, it's on, you know." And yeah. you can I mean, see how that's, that's how literally how this is. Things get taken out of context because you're looking at you have no tone, you have no we should body use language. More effective uh, emojis then. A lot of my uh, non-American friends in Europe and South America, they use WhatsApp and they but they which is just a chat app, but they they have a tendency to use uh, video recordings so they all like record sound bites and group oh. and there yeah you no were doing ambiguity. that with Chi or uh, chihuahua actually. yeah and there's that. no ambiguity with that you you're literally recording a, a voice message for them literally recording yeah i mean sorry. you would literally actually yeah, are yeah, in yeah, this case sorry, but sorry no, I, I probably did it five or six times so um, chris what uh what are you doing to pass the time um are you spending more time with your son i am definitely uh that's awesome and but just also i'm i'm, I'm just my my way of um getting my my sort of like physical need to exert energy out is i i have a home gym i've got a, a power rack trap bar I know. lifting platform i i do that at home so i just get to do more of that now instead of lifting i just have my my hard part now is trying to structure my workout so i don't overtrain from one day to the next i mean not that i'm lifting that much anyway but like because i'm currently doing five by five i don't like to work the same muscle group two mm -hmm. days in a row. So I'm trying, I haven't tried to figure out until the shit's over, like how I want to split up my, my workouts and maybe Are you studying I, any jujitsu. I am. I'm going to, I'm going to look at that. Well, actually my, my opportunity right now is just extra time to be able to catch up on the UFCs. Cause I'm so far behind. Like I can't go out to watch them live. 
I get them after the fact, and it's like, oh, so you get, you, you have you seen the Joanna? Yeah, I just finished that last night actually, and dude, that was a good fight. Did you see her head, her forehead? It was terrible. I mean, I saw the memes afterwards, you know, oh, of yeah. her looking like a Ferengi and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But or like, cling on or something. Yeah. Yeah. Was it a... It, it didn't look good either way. Um, but she definitely looked like the boogie one. The boogie she, woman's coming for you! <laughs> or, or as Colby Coving did it, the booby woman. Oh, jeez. He's such an asshole. They both train at ATT. I know! <laughs> which is the crazy part. So, but but he, that's his shtick, right? Like, you know, he... He's a poor man's Chael, man. Chael did it so much better. Because, <laughs> yes. because But that's... But he's, he's got us talking about him, right? So... Oh, yeah. Whether you're famous or infamous. And people... And and there was a lot of satisfaction in, in, the, in the audience. The Usman. When Usman broke his jaw, like, people enjoyed that. Yeah. You know, there's a primal... Game of Thrones does it really well. If, you've, if anyone who's watched Game of Thrones probably knows what I'm talking about. You haven't, but... Game of Thrones is really good at developing antagonists that right. you really, really hate to the point that when they get their comeuppance, you almost feel like an evil person for how much you're reveling in their suffering because of how bad Fucking they Fucking hell. That's the name of the game. What? It was called The Suffering. I was trying to relate to my friends how, like, so I just, <laughs> sorry. This, they, they're all, they all want to play this new game called Division, I think it is. Okay. And it's like, you kill other people. And I was I told them, like, I can't play I can't play games where I oh kill. video games. I can't play video games where I have to kill people. Oh, like okay. I'm that's why I play fucking I kill Zerg and like yeah. orcs and you, shit. You've right? transcended. But like so, there's uh, there was a game called The Suffering where you break out a you're like this wrongfully incriminated guy. You break out of jail and there's like shit going down between heaven and hell, and you're you're presented with these quests along the way when you're trying to reach whatever side, these side quests along the way. It'd be like you're running by a burning building. And this lady runs out. She's like, oh my god, like help my baby. And like you have to go do this thing, but if you and you earn either like heaven points or like hell points, mm. and like I could never bring myself to not like go help the baby or help the old man that's about to fall down a flight of stairs or whatever cases, just because I couldn't do it. So like even when I played like Knights of the Old Republic, I, I could never do dark side stuff. Even you're even the, in a fictional setting, I couldn't. You're do like it. you're like lawfully good. Like you're like super like <laughs> <light side. laughs> even when there are zero consequences <laughs> to my actual actions, yeah. other than I couldn't bring myself to do it. So um, the suffering that that's I was trying to remember the name of the game. So there's one last game because we've talked about gaming a lot. Um, check out not I don't know if you check it out. Do you play on PC? No, I yeah PC you, does it. Yeah, there's a game called Firewatch that I think you would like. The story is simple. Uh, guy uh, was in a serious relationship. They kind of touch on this a little bit, but then you kind of you explore that. But that's the character you play. You learn more about that past relationship as, as it develops. Uh -huh. And you go, move to Wyoming and you work in a fire tower out in a, in a park. Okay, like an ash in the wilderness. Oh and, God! And you spend the, you spend your day on a walkie-talkie talking to a woman that works at another fire tower and you kind of develop a relationship with her while making sure bears aren't attacking things and stuff. And it's, uh, it's very introspective and it's very calm and you just are wandering around the wilderness. You take your backpack, you go out into the wilderness, you've got your walkie talkie and you have a lot of conver It's a lot of conversations. If you watch the trailer, you'll be like, I'll, I'll show you the trailer. after. What's it called again? Firewatch. Firewatch. I've looked into that. Yeah. So, um, guys, uh, all I'm going to say, it's not really my place 
in my opinion, but I will just say this. Um, we're all good. You know, be happy. This will all pass. You know what I mean? This is, uh, this is a time to reflect, get to know your loved ones a little more, veg out on TV without feeling guilty. Stay active, though. Find a way to stay active. Oh, yeah, active. stay active. Like, stay don't, active for yeah, sure. I did. <laughs> I, this is not an excuse well, to not Not everyone has a home gym like you do, Chris. Man, you can go on a walk, though. Did you say, okay, this is the best part. I, I think it, it's not only Italy, though. It might be all of, I haven't done, I have to check research. I don't know if I want to admit to doing the research, but Pornhub.com, their premium subscription is now <laughs> free for at least people in Italy, but I think it might be worldwide. So if you want to divert yourself that way, have at it. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're all riding it out. We're in the same boat. And I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. It was a little different. But it was fun. Yeah, it was different. I, you know, I, I like to keep it lighthearted and keep it jujitsu. But we haven't been doing jujitsu, and and this is yeah. this is the 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 life or the day we're living in right now. But um, but yeah, and you don't need toilet paper. We'll be back on the mats. We'll be back on the mats for sure. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Take care, guys.